Hi, I just wanted to take a quick second to tell you about Lemis candles. They are made with a blend of coconut and soy wax and natural lead-free cotton wicks for the cleanest and safest burn. Our dreamy scents are inspired by nature and the healing benefits of essential oils. And the goal is to create clean, non-toxic candles with captivating scents and beautiful, thoughtful design. Most of the candles out there are actually quite harmful. They have, you know, pretty toxic ingredients then like paraffin wax and toxic chemical fragrances and that is not the case here we use the highest quality of essential oils and naturally derived fragrances and hand blended out distinct scent combinations so they're very unique scents to the brand our candles are petroleum free cruelty free phthalate free and 100% be vegan Another thing to think about is that this is a female-founded business, um, launched and founded by women and run by women. So when you're purchasing a candle, you're supporting a small business, female-founded, always a good thing. Please note that our our company is very conscious of you know our impact on the environment and sustainability is always a focus. So every package is really thoughtfully packaged, either recycled. Uh, boxes, reused uh, packaging goods, and most of our packaging is foam-free, biodegradable, and the candle vessels are made to be reused or recycled. They're very cute little cups, especially cocktail cups. So for more information, head over to the website www.lemis.com and light that candle while you're listening to a cozy episode. And that's it. Welcome to Lemis Pod, a podcast featuring creatives, entrepreneurs, and interesting folks doing interesting things. These are real conversations covering topics such as career journey, life challenges and triumphs, romance, self-care, and all the miscellaneous things. Welcome back to Lemis the Pod. I'm your host, Dana, and today we have Justine Hermosa on the pod. She is a dear friend, but also the founder of Grupa Hermosa, a leading public relations and marketing firm based in Los Angeles. Her unique perspective and knowledge has garnered a loyal client list that just keeps growing. We chatted with her about her many years of working as a marketing consultant and publicist in the fashion and lifestyle space, her love of travel, and so much more. It's an awesome episode, so just relax, lean back, light a candle, and enjoy. We'll start with like the basics, which is okay. where are you currently based and where are you originally from? I like to say I'm a citizen of the world. I feel like I'm never home. I'm always like somewhere. I actually just got back to LA from San Diego yesterday. I was spending like three weeks in San Diego. I'm pretty much based in Los Angeles because I think that's where majority of my belongings are. So Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I've pretty much lived in LA majority of my life and it's um it's home to me. And where are you like originally from? I'm originally from the Philippines, but I have been living in the US for like god knows how long. So 
Yeah, I'm from an island called Cebu. And if you ever like look up like, oh, Philippines, beautiful places in the Philippines on Google, it's mainly in that island. So when did you, what age did you, I guess, immigrate to the U.S.? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't remember exactly what age, but I remember what grade I was in. I remember oh. I left the Philippines around like third grade, started fourth grade in the U.S. And with I your whole back family? And forth. And, um, it was just me and my mom at first. Yeah. Wow. What made her decide to move? Well, my mom remarried, like her fiance was here in the U.S., Okay. So that was like um that was a catalyst for that big move that we made from the Philippines. So when you moved, that must have been like a bit of a culture shock. Yeah, it was, but you know, luckily like in the Philippines, like um they teach English. It wasn't too much of a culture shock, but it was like, oh my god, I'm so far away from what I used to call home. That was probably like the biggest shock to me. Yeah. With the distance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about okay. like your background. Did you go to college or university or what was like after high school? After high school, I jumped straight to college. Um, I did not even study communications, which is like what most professional publicists do. I was majoring in so many different things like because I was like so confused as to like what to even do. But then like the catalyst for that was just like, I was like, you know what? Like, let me look into like being a PR person. Um, just kind of see what that it's about. So I interned at an agency in Hollywood. And then basically like after I graduated college, I was like, I'm going to continue to intern at this place. And I wasn't leaving until they hired me. <laughs> so <laughs> I think eventually, like, I think that was like three or four months of like interning there, which is like not a long time, but mm -hmm. they eventually like hired me to assist somebody there. And then you learn all the things that you need from there. And then I um, jumped into like, another agency where I met you. And then I pretty much like, you know, from an agency setting, I went to like a corporate setting. But you know, by corporate, you mean like in-house, right? Like in-house. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a company of like over 400 people with offices like all over the world. So like, yeah, like that was so different from like an agency agency setting where like I was only handling like one brand or like a one department so I did that and then um after like I think it was like three years in that corporate company I was like you know what like I feel kind of like a little bit adventurous right now so I was like maybe I could like do like a startup you know what I mean like because like, uh -huh. it was like and girl like um and then <laughs> I stepped I stepped down from my corporate position into like a startup that was like poaching me at that time I hate to say this, but it was like one of the worst career moves for me <laughs> because it just didn't work out. Like the setting was just like not me. And it was just like, it's, you know, what Randy Jackson says uh, in American Idol, it's a no for me, dog. Like it was just like not my thing. And it, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I left and then I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do next? <laughs> yeah. What did you do next? I did a little bit of soul searching um like most people who like make such a giant like career mistake move or like you know who are so over their jobs like I did like a little bit of soul searching which is like I went back to my home which is the Philippines and I spent more time with family there and then I traveled a little bit through like Southeast Asia how long and did you do that for it was like a good like two three months and then as I was flying back to the U.S. I'm like bitch I don't have a job you know what I mean like and then um 
And I was like, and my apartment was still like, you know, there. And then I still had bills. And then I was like looking at my savings pretty much like becoming like obsolete. And I'm like, I was like in midair and I just started texting people that I knew in the industry. Like I was basically like, are you bitches hiring? Like <laughs> basically like I need to land something like ASAP. Mm-hmm. And then um, my friend was like, yeah, like we're actually looking for somebody. I interviewed there. It wasn't in the terms of like what they were looking for, but then they eventually called me. We really like you. We still want to work with you, but could you do like a consulting kind of thing? And then that's just kind of how I started my very own like, I guess you would, I wouldn't call it like an agency. Like I would just say like a consulting business. Um, and it, yeah, it, it all just kind of like happened accidentally. And so, wait, uh, so when did that happen? Like 2000 and like, I want to say 19, like, like late 2018, early 2019. And so is that like the consulting business is what you created now or is that something else? No, that's like what I pretty much do full time now. So the consulting business, I I call it Grupo Hermosa. Um, yeah. It's like it's named after my last name. I was like, oh, you know what? I always I always love my last name. It's different, you know. And it's like oh, ende- it. endemic <laughs> endemic to me. Um, and it kind of has like a cool like thing to it. So I was like, you know what? Like, let me just like you know, I guess consult for this brand, and then um, and I was like, oh my god, like this is like something that I could like you know sustain. And what if I bring on more clients? Like this could be like a total like full time job, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like you know what I do is pretty much I help brands with like their communications, marketing, social media, and even like e commerce strategies because like I realized that like each client like needs kind of like certain things, and they don't need like everything that you're offering to them. Right. You know so mean? it's like kind of like an a la carte menu for yeah yeah so there's like exactly so there's like clients that I work with just on social media there's clients I work with on just like e-commerce and so it's like a little bit like of a different um you know like setup and obviously like I had to be like super super motivated because like if I don't work then my clients are not successful (laughs) right 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 yeah okay just a quick question like in terms of building your business, you started off with one consulting client. How quickly did it take to grow your business for multiple clients? Like, can you manage all of it? Did you have to outsource help to like, what's the process of acquiring new clients as well? Is it like a referral mostly? How do you do your marketing? Like all that good stuff. You know, I've been like so lucky that I've never had to seek out clients so far because it's always just kind of been like referrals or like somebody that I knew in that company wanted to work with me directly. So um, all these people that um, wanted to work with me were people like you, for instance, you know what I mean? Like people that were like, oh my God, you made such like- That you had known and that you had known. Yeah, that had known. And, you know, I've made an impact with them in some way or another. And they were just like, oh my God, working with you at this agency before and we want to work with you now. Like, how can we make this happen? So it all just kind of like snowballed from there, like to be quite honest with you. (laughs) It's amazing. So would you say- being able to be selective with your clients is like sort of one of your biggest milestones or have there been other things that have happened? You know what? Like, I think that being selective would mean that like, for me, it's like working with a client that I can be successful with because like they're spending their money on things that things that are, that will like, you know, benefit their business as opposed to just me like robbing them. Like, right. <laughs> 
you're so honest <laughs> you know what I mean like I was like girl because no, it's gonna be it's sure. gonna, yeah because like I don't want to stress out and like lie to you and like you know like and yeah. give you empty promises because I've spent too much time like in like other settings of work where like I had to do that and like it was it was not fun yeah it was not no, fun for sure like yeah I can't imagine so yeah in terms of like running your business do you think that's like one of the major challenges like making sure that you can deliver to your clients or what yeah. are some of the challenges of running your own business I think the biggest challenge is just to stay on track because you are your boss and your employee at the same time, right? So stay so like, motivated, you think? Yeah, to stay like motivated and then to stay on track with like making sure that like things are getting done and you're not procrastinating and that kind of stuff. Like just being like accountable yeah. for everything because you, you have to make sure that like the client is being serviced to the max, right? So I think that that's like, um, that that's what I like, you know, like um, a challenge for sure. But it's like a challenge that I can like rise up to because I feel like I work really well under pressure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that would be the biggest challenge. And in terms of like, because now you have like a roster of clients, do you ever have to outsource some of the work? No, for sure. Because there are times where you want to work with a client and then you look at your roster and be like, I can only truly do this right now. So yeah. And then, um, but like, luckily, like, you know, I work with other um, freelancers or consultants in like, and then I'd be like, hey, like, let's work together on this client. And then how do you like, you know, and break down like how you want to divide the work and you how you divide the fee and that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I've done too, for okay. sure. And, yeah. And so, okay. So in terms of COVID and how it has affected your business, I feel like you grew during COVID, but like, right? Oh my God. Happened. <laughs> okay. So when before COVID, I had two clients. It was basically one company and they had two different brands. Okay. And then when COVID strike, they had to completely diminish one of the brands. So I, that means that I was only working with one brand. Uh-huh. And then I remember like that time, like I, it was like March, right? When the shutdowns all happened. Like I remember just being pulled into this meeting and it was just like very eerie. And it, it was like, I, and then I was like, you know, I was a consultant for that client. And then when I left that meeting, I was just like, girl, like, what was that about? Like, what did, what does this all mean? You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. it was like, it seemed like it was so frantic and, you know, we were going to be working from home. Like what's going on. And then um, the person that I reported to at that time and that company was like, girl, we don't have jobs. I don't think, you know what I mean? I think like, <laughs> oh, God. like she was basically like, I think we're all fired. And I'm like, bitch what like I was like is it is it because you know we didn't know like was it really this serious right like what's going on like I I was just like okay and then so basically like I kind of waited around to see if I still had a job and I'm like oh my god like what's going on you know what I mean like we're all kind of in this limbo and out of nowhere like the um the CMO of the company called me back and she was like hey we still want to work with you because, um, you know, what you do for the business is still really integral. We still need to keep that point of touch of the company like running, but we're going to have to scale back on your hours and scale back on your fee. And obviously, because we have to scale back because you're only working with one brand now. And I'm like, OK, well, that makes total sense. Right. Yeah. So that kind of happened. I work with them like throughout the pandemic and then around like I want to say the holiday Uh, another brand reached out to me and it just all kind of snowballed from there. And then this woman who was 
who owns this brand started telling her like you know entrepreneur friends and all her other friends who are in the industry like hey if you're looking for someone looking for this kind of service like i know that's a really great person and, and she connected me to so many people and it all just kind of like snowballed from there so the pandemic like affected my business in the beginning in a negative way but then at the end of it it all kind of just like you know grew which was like amazing so amazing and i'm so grateful for that yeah yeah okay so i mean obviously pr can be like i'm sure quite demanding and intense but you always seem quite centered and like happy really um, <laughs> yeah you do so I'm okay just, good I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious as to like what are some of like your self-care rituals like do you have certain spiritual practices like are there workouts that you do like meditation all that good stuff I okay the thing about me is like I'm very 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 um like, I'm not like a like a routine rigid kind of person okay. um yeah so I do like basically I do what I can you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's like but my self-care rituals honestly is like super simple I mean I try to be consistent with like being active like I don't care what it is like it could be like walking mm -hmm. biking biking to Trader Joe's like I'm really really into hot yoga right now despite like you know the hot weather that we're going through <laughs> um as long as I'm like moving around like that makes me like really happy and like also just like treat yourself to something nice here and there you know what I mean like I love, love um, yeah, like that's like, that's like such a thing for me, like whether it's like a meal out or like, you know, like pressing proceed and that thing for that thing that's like been sitting in your car for so long, like just mm. fucking do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, just like also just like surround yourself with people that are like good for your mental health. Like, you know, mm. like people that are like, that make you laugh, like until your sides hurt because that counts as a workout and just like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like and just like inspire you because like, that's like ultimately like what keeps us like cool and like calm and collected. Yeah, no, yeah. I think the company you keep is really important. Okay, so what about dating? Like, it's always so funny for everyone, but how you navigated that area of your life? Oh my God, like, like, you know, with like starting my business and just kind of like living lives to the fullest in the pandemic, like it's just been kind of like in the back burner. Uh -huh. um, but of course, like, you know, like here and there it gets like lonely, but then you're like, yeah, but I kind of like being single at the same time. It's like, you can just like leave to San Diego and not give two shits. And I, I like, also have a theory that if you <laughs> dogs, you don't feel the void. Right, like, I, right. I feel like my dog is my soulmate, so like I don't really. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Anymore? Oh yeah! Truthfully, like I believe that soulmates can come in like different living forms, whether it be a, a plant or an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. It doesn't necessarily like it doesn't necessarily mean like it's like you know your romantic other. Like I think that you know like you don't you don't look for a soulmate, like you become that. And if that plant becomes your soulmate, then why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah um but in terms of dating like honestly like it's just kind of like a tough thing to like navigate like I've always lived in cities that or frequent cities that where people are just like have so many options you know what I mean right, right that right. like that the it's just like always greener yeah it's like my mom used to always say like there's plenty of fish in the sea but there's also sharks and seaweed so <laughs> just to give you <laughs> <laughs> there's also sharks and seaweed so when you find a good fish go for it you know what I mean but yeah. um 
but yeah but for the most part like i've just been kind of like getting to know people like it's but it's also like right now like with the pandemic like i think that you know a lot of us like change hopefully change for the better right right, right and right. your your wants and like needs might have changed and that's kind of like where i'm at like i want to approach dating a little bit different like you know like a different mindset so i'm still kind of trying to put together that mindset of like what do i want what do i right. what do i, so what like, do I need so, yeah like you're trying to like i guess you're reprioritizing your yeah work, and like right? what am i like not willing to tolerate anymore you know what i mean like especially that part Nothing. yeah so. i'm not willing to tolerate anything <laughs> yeah but in terms of like you know meeting people like oh my god like i dating apps are like there's so many of them now that you're just like mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god i'm so tired of saying hey they're good not much you you know what i mean like it's yeah. like you know i'd like to meet somebody like in passing or like to friends of friends i think that's always yeah. like the best way to kind of do it but you know like it's i'm not in a hurry but when it happens it'll happen right <laughs> yeah i know for sure um, yeah okay so in terms of like fun and entertainment I, I feel like I always see you like traveling and doing stuff, but are there like show TV shows that you love to binge watch and podcasts <clears throat> or movies and books that you like to like entertain with? What yeah. are your like joys in that department? So as much as I like to travel and like be outside of the house, like I love to like binge, like, you know, shows. So, yeah. but in terms of show, like I've, the one that I've been following, like, since the beginning is The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, did you watch cr- the finale? Oh, what did, did the finale just happen? Because um, I think the new season is on right now. And um, I've, I've seen the finale. Girl. Well, are you serious? Oh, my God. Maybe I need to watch it. But um, but I'm pretty much caught up with that. I guess I'm not because I haven't watched the finale. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought I was. But um, I love that show um, because it's just, like, so cool and so like dark and i the the woman who plays june is just such a fucking badass like you know when they have these moments where she just stares directly at the camera she's a really good actress yeah there's moments where she does that and she's like so crazy so good um i really love that show um i was watching the show that just ended it's so sad but it's called pose i don't know if you um yeah i've heard of it i actually haven't seen any episodes but i have girl get into the program it's the best like show ever it's like it's super super dramatic and it's just like so it's like so glamorous and so cool that i love um i love how they chronicled that like sector of like lgbtqia plus um communities like uh, you know uh-huh. so it's like it's so good okay and um sure. and then, then yeah so those are kind of my things right now and then um as far as like podcasts like i listen to a lot of like comedy things like like nicole byers like why won't you date me that's like that one's like such a good one um okay i will yeah like you need to it? listen to that one because that one's like pretty fucking hilarious okay okay <laughs> yeah and what about like have you done any like any like fiction or like nonfiction books that you like loved recently? Yeah, like in terms of like books, like I love to like read um auto I wanna say like auto like biographies. Like if there's like somebody that I'm like really interested in, like I'm getting to know a little bit more, like I like to read into like their life. And um one of the producers of Pose, I think her name, I'm, her name, I don't think, I know her name is Janet Mock. Um mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she has a book um that 
called like redefining realness. And then um, the second installment is like surpassing certainty. And I was like, you know what? I wanted to read more about her life. And those are kind of the books that I'm like, I'm super, super like into right now that I finished. It's weird because I did it backwards. I finished the second one first mm. and then now I'm reading the first one. So it's kind of on. Yeah. Amazing. So I'm reading so I'll, those I'll books. I'll add those to the show notes too. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely know sure. of Janet Ma, for sure. Yeah. She's like directed the episodes, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And what about like, what are you most looking forward to for like the near and far future? Girl, I'm waiting. Like, I'm just like excited for not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You and me both. <laughs> not wearing a mask because um my skin needs to freaking breathe. Like I don't know if you mm. suffered through mask knee as well, no, I, but I, I, I I'm, I'm dealing with it right now. But you know what? I did find something really nice that is good for like like I have super sensitive skin, and so anything, especially the mask, is like yeah. Really... <clears throat> so when I had to, okay, so. One thing is like when you're taking it off and putting it on like a lot. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. The best thing to do is like to keep in the car, um, but like in a kind of dark, cool-ish space. Um, yeah. Which I know is hard in LA, but still. The Bioderma face wipes. Okay. So you know the Bioderma like micellular water? Micellular. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes in a face wipe. So Ooh. yeah. So that's okay. really helpful because you wipe like the sweat and bacteria, hopefully like most of it. Yeah. And then I also, I end up getting, it's like a phytocorrective gel. Sorry. Okay. 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 And it's, it's like this blue, I think sometimes it looks like a green bottle, but it's like, okay. The sample I got has like blue. And, I'm literally on Amazon looking these up right now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I look at the bioderma one and it's right here. I'm like adding it to cart. <laughs> like it's my, I love it. it's <laughs> I myself. Love it. You remember when we were talking about it's my self care today. I'm adding this to cart. <laughs> like, it's, true. it's true. No, it's really helpful. And I feel like it's a good quality face wipe. I'm like, okay, so the phytocorrective gel is if you have sensitive skin and like, let's say you have a breakout or some sort of rash, I find that like, it has like cucumber and all these like herbal extracts that are yeah, yeah. skin, but there's also hyaluronic acid and like really good things to sort of nourish and, and keep Ooh, the skin okay. hydrated. So it's, it's really good. Like I'm almost done the sample and I think like I'm going to invest in it because it's not yeah. cheap, but yeah. Yeah. So that's my contribution to your mask knee issue. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so looking forward to just like not wearing it. And then, yeah. um, and then just like the anxiety of things opening up, like kind of like dawned on me a little bit. Like I was like, oh my God, can I function? Like what do I do? What do I wear? How do I act? How do I walk? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I was just like, um, the anxiety of that was like kind of dawning on me, but like, I'm kind of excited now. Like one thing I'm most excited about is just like being able to like move in and out of like free in and out of the cabin you know what I mean like I, I'm like yeah. looking forward to like traveling more like I'm you know I'm vaccinated so I'm galvanized and recharged and ready to take on the world I love it are yeah. you double are you double vax yeah yeah I did it already like um I think it was like a month or two ago yeah yeah love it and yeah I mean you know I just got it done because like I also like I'm around like family a lot. So yeah. yeah, and a lot of them are like, you know, over the, you know, age of like 65. So, you know, I want to protect them. And I, I just feel a lot better 
being vaccinated yeah for sure yeah yeah move on with your life yeah and plus like if we all do become zombies from this like at least i'm a zombie with people that i love right (laughs) (laughs) always the positive one yeah yeah so i was like okay we'll all be zombies together (laughs) well on that note where can people find you um they can find me i guess on my instagram it's uh, justine ferreris so j-u-s-t-i-n-e-f-e-r-r-a-r-i-s or if they're looking for something a little bit more professional and they want to work with me they can always like go to my uh, my company's instagram which is grupo hermosa g-r-u-p-o-h-e-r-m-o-s-a or they can visit the website which has a really cool video of the philippines um, um at grupo hermosa.co no love one. it well this has been a pleasure i'm so grateful for your time thank and- you girl I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. All of Justine's information is included in the show notes. And of course, you can always check out LaMiss at www.lamiss.com. You can always email us at info at lamiss.com or you can check us out on Instagram at lamissstudio. Have a good one. Take care. Be safe.